0: welcome back to the unending grace my name is rose romandi and in this video we are going to take a look at some scriptures that paul talks about it in 2nd corinthians chapter 6 and he says do not receive the grace of god in vain and we are going to take a look at some scriptures to understand what does it mean you know like we um so far you know questions that we have is okay how am i supposed to receive the grace of god and paul says you know you want to receive don't receive it in vain so now let's go to therefore let's go to 2nd Corinthians chapter 6 and take a look at the scriptures and understand a little um, deeper uh, what the mystery of grace basically is look at verse 1 in 2nd Corinthians chapter 6 it says we then as workers together with him also plead with you not to receive the grace of god in vain okay so paul says i plead with you i want you to please don't receive the grace of god in vain but we need to understand why paul is saying this look at the verse before that uh, which is the last verse in chapter 5 in second corinthians it says for he made him who knew no sin To be seen for us, do you see the grace there? He he didn't know sin, but he became, or to be seen for us, so that's the grace, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. So do you see, it says, all right, the reason um, we became, or we become something, because he became something we became something because he did something. And that's what uh, basically Paul says, all right, so he became sin so that we become the righteousness of God. So, you know, if you really understand the grace going forward, you are going to see grace in every single verse. So therefore, Paul says here, he became something so that we become something. And then the next verse says, Do not receive the grace of God in in vain. All right. So just putting these two verses together, we can realize, we can understand a little what Paul is saying here. Paul is saying, all right, if he became something, that you become something. Therefore, when you receive the grace, don't receive it in vain. So we can understand that Paul says, okay, when you receive the grace, therefore, become the person that the grace wants you to be. Okay, so is this clear, right? So, so, so far, what these two verses together say, you become, so now let me just write it down here. Let me share my screen here with you. Um, The verse before that, just, just break it down here. It says, he became sin, So you become righteousness. Okay. This whole thing that he did, he became sin for you, is the grace of God that is actually forming you and changing you To become what God really wanted you to be from the beginning, basically. So now, Paul comes in the next verse says, Therefore, if Jesus Christ, who knew knew no sin, became sin so that you become something, therefore, don't receive this grace in vain. And simple as that, we can say that, basically, receive the grace and become what God says who you are so now let me take you before we continue let me take you to first corinthians chapter 15 and i already quoted this scripture when, in the previous video but i want to show you here because it's just powerful look at this look at first corinthians chapter 15 and verse 10 it says but by the grace of god i am that i am do you see, we, we already talked about this, that grace gives you an identity. Before law was our identity, what we did became who we are. But here Paul says, no, I am that I am by the grace of God. Grace of God makes me what I am. So therefore, Paul is saying, he did something for me. And that was the grace because I was someone I didn't know now that I know that I can be okay so let's put it this way again let me repeat this again he did something for me because I was something in his eyes that's why he did it for me now that I received the grace that means now that I know what he did for me therefore i am what he knew i am from the beginning okay so look at verse the next verse verse 10 says it says and let me read it again but by the grace of god i am what i am and his grace toward me was not in vain so let's wait here it says okay his grace eventually want wanted to make me something that I didn't know who I am now I am that I am by the grace that's why the grace basically wasn't in vain so therefore let me share my screen here if you become grace makes you become you know what grace makes you become something okay and if you don't become that thing okay therefore you that grace is not received grace is received in vain so what does what happens paul here tells us that is i am that i am that's why the grace of god wasn't really vain in me so what do we see here we see is like guys if jesus christ did something his whole purpose is that you receive the grace the work that he did and the work that he did is actually revealing your identity revealing who you are and if you don't live experience if you don't step into that identity that grace become you receive the grace in vain so now let me go back to let's go back to 2nd uh, Corinthians chapter 6 again so what we see so far here is that grace is supposed to make you a new identity give you or reveal to you your true identity if I want to say it in the right way so Paul says Therefore, become that thing that the grace wants you to become. But now look at the next verse in second Corinthians chapter six, and we just want to go a little deeper to understand this a little better. Verse two, so our brother Paul is explaining here, "For he says, "In an acceptable time, I have heard you, and in the day of salvation, I have helped you." okay? So now, therefore, I'm going to put you here, so we have this already there. So, now, it says there is a time, it's called acceptable time, and this time, I heard you, okay, and then there is a day of salvation, in the day of salvation, I helped you, okay. In the previous video, we went to Hebrews chapter 4. And in Hebrews chapter 4, I'm not going to go take a look at those verses again. And I trust you're going to go if you didn't watch it. But in Hebrews chapter 2, it says, In the time, that, in the time of need, you need help. So you must come to the throne of grace and receive grace. Therefore, it says, In the acceptable time, I heard you and in the day of salvation I helped you that means this helping that actually I did to you it is actually showing you the grace okay so do you see we are in the context of grace here so Paul says don't receive the grace in vain and then he's talking about the time acceptable time and talking about the day of salvation now look at let's continue it says behold now is the acceptable time and now is the day of salvation so therefore what i can do here says okay this time that you are waiting to happen is the time that is called now so now is the time that you receive the grace and now is the time that actually you become what the grace wants you to, what the grace will make you to be. Okay? So therefore, Paul says, don't receive it in vain. That means don't wait for a day to come. Did you just see here? This is, okay, there was an acceptable time. Everyone was looking for it. There was the day of salvation. Everyone's looking for it. And it says grace all of a sudden puts you, moves you from the position of waiting for the acceptable time to come into a time that is called now. And do you know how many Christians are out there still waiting for something, still waiting for Jesus to come, still waiting for this, waiting for that, and they have this postponing gospel that is not relevant for today it is for one day in the future or maybe they will be alive or maybe not and they don't experience that grace that is now so grace shifts you from the time and a day that you are waiting into a now okay so now we have look at the picture here we have time it's interesting, two big subjects that all the doctrines, of out, the doctrines out there talking about the second time or the second coming of Jesus or the day of the Lord that is going to come in the future and it's postponed that and the gospel and then Paul says, no, 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 the moment you step into grace, you realize that day is now the day of salvation actually let me put it in bracket for you and you know we will um pr- hopefully talk about this in future in one of the series but i just want to say it like this to you the day of salvation is the day of the lord is the day that lord comes to bring salvation for people we we see it over and over in the scriptures we are waiting for that day sometimes we paul says in uh in uh, basically in even in philippians The day that the Savior, the Lord Jesus comes. And usually, immediately, what we think is, oh, this day we are waiting, is the day hasn't arrived. But the thing is, it hasn't arrived if you are not in the grace, if you are not in the spirit. The day of the Lord, that is the day of salvation, becomes all of a sudden the now reality of your life because you are in the grace so now did you see let's continue reading it's a behold now is the acceptable time now is the day of salvation now the interesting part is paul keeps going he goes and he talks about some stuff we don't give offense to anything he talks about it and now he gets to uh look at that he gets to verse 16 so he is a still in the context of talking to these people and telling them basically don't receive the grace in vain okay now let's dig a, deeper, a little deeper and to understand what are you what is he talking about and what is this vain that he is actually saying actually you know what before we move to that maybe okay I'll, I'll, I'll go to I, w- I was going to go to the james to the book of james but uh, i'll take you later after we finish these scriptures so look at this look at um okay so let's take a look at verse 14 okay uh, it says do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers for what fe- what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness okay so wait here do you see it says you don't um okay let me tell you this Uh, cross over the word unequally and the word yoke together is one word which is actually yoke one another or yoke another okay so basically here says why are you do not be yoke another with unbelievers or unfaithful for what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness so did you see he's comparing you as the one who became righteousness what did we see he chapter five verse 21 we just read it together that it says he made uh he who knew no sin became sin so that you become the righteousness of god here says, all right, so you became the righteousness of God. Why are you, let's put it this way, why are you bounding or yoking or linking or connecting or becoming one, coming, making yourself one with the lawlessness? Do you see? So he says, don't receive the grace in vain. Grace came to make you the righteousness of God. Now, why are you? having fellowship with the lawlessness okay when we continue reading you understand what it says look at verse 15 or uh, end of verse 14 says and what communion has light with darkness it says okay so you became the righteousness because he did something for you so you became the light so how can the, the how is it that it can be a fellowship of the light with darkness okay so now as we move on our brother explains here a little more what does he mean so look at verse 15 it says and what a court has christ with belial or what part has a believer with unbeliever okay do you see it says you are that believer what does it have, what kind of, what part do you have with unbelievers, so usually, when we read these verses, we think it's talking about the people out there, don't go there, don't, don't be friends with unbelievers, and all this stuff, this is not what it says here, why, because if we continue reading, we realize that what Paul is talking here, he's talking about idols, okay, look at verse 16, it says, and what agreement has the temple of God with idols. Okay, you know what? I have to write this down because it's just so powerful. Okay. All right. Verse 21, chapter 5, told us that he became sin. He became sin, so you become their righteousness. Of God okay and then we came here he told us now you are the light so therefore became sin so you become the light he became the darkness so you become the light so now and then here says so that you believe he died on the cross he became sin so you believe and then here says now you are the temple of god did you just see now you are the temple what agreement has the temple of god with idols for you are the temple of the living god as god has said i will dwell in them oh okay so therefore it says if you are the temple of god by the grace of god because he became sin so you become something that's the grace if you are the temple of god then god says you know what i will dwell in them because your temple i dwell i dwell in them okay do you see i dwell in the temple in my temple so here says i will dwell in them and walk among them i will be their god and they shall be my people so do you see it says guys the grace of god has made you something caused you to become the righteousness of god the light so you believe you became the temple that god dwells in you so why are you having fellowship with darkness with unrighteousness why are you having fellowship with unbelieving what why, why are you having fellowship with with the idols if you are the temple and god dwells inside of you why are you bringing idols in the temple do you do you see he's talking about not receiving the grace in vain and what does that mean that means if grace wants to do a work in you and makes you something you must Become the fullness of what the grace, want, grace is producing in your life or wants you to be. Okay, so here it says, I will, therefore, you are the temple, and that's why God dwells in you. So why are you bringing idols in the temple? Okay, look at this. Before we continue reading, this is us. I want you to show this picture to you. This is us, we get excited, God comes and dwells inside of us. Let's say this is God. We receive the grace and he dwells inside of us. But the thing is, the problem is, the problem is not that we didn't receive the grace. The problem is not that we didn't we don't have God inside of us the problem is we have also idols do you see the mis- mixture in the temple in this temple that is us we have God and we also have the idol so there was a time we received the grace, but now we brought the idols. This is called the grace in vain. That means you started to receive the grace, but along the way, you turn away from the grace to the idols what is the idol what is the opposite of the grace that we see it over and over in the new testament the law the law okay so therefore here says you know what it's not that you haven't received the grace it's that you also received something else and i want to say this the problem that we have as christians most of the time it's not that we don't know the truth it's not that we don't eat the word of god the problem is that we also know a lot of other stuff we also eat from all the other stuff that's what we're struggling in this christian life let me tell you this we we come to the bible studies we have the bible we open up our bible we have the sermon we get excited We eat the word. We believe it. We are like joyful. But the moment the ceremony is finished, the teaching is finished, or we close our Bible in our private time and we move on, all of a sudden we are believing something else. We are receiving something else. We are now feeding ourselves the kind of knowledge. We came to Jesus. He is feeding us with the knowledge of Christ and now the moment it's finished we go and we start feeding ourselves with something else so the problem is is not that we didn't do this part the problem is that we also did this part that's the problem it's not you know if you let me just let me just give a very earthly bad example here okay but it's an example that many of us understand it everybody's talking about eating healthy food don't eat the junk food okay so you go around and you eat the healthy food okay but then we go we eat also the junk food so what happens do you really going to see the result if you only ate eat the healthy food no because you also ate the junk food you know sometimes there was a few years ago that uh, I had this uh, you know this image okay and I had this image that um, in in this vision I saw this person that was always sick you know sick in the stomach throwing out and things like that and I felt and I'm like thinking what's happening and i saw this person is eating poisonous food and then gets sick and then throw, throws out and then it's try to eat good food and then goes back to this poisonous food again okay and i felt the lord spoke to me in that moment and says this is what's happening here with majority of christians they eat the good food they eat my word they come they believe it i come inside of them but they haven't fasted or cut themselves, or stop eating the poisonous food, they have the knowledge of Christ, but also they have the knowledge of good and evil, they eat from the tree of life, but also they eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, so do you see, if you also eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, it's like you've never ate from this tree, okay so now here's the thing i just brought this example for us to understand that here says god is dwelling in you why are you bringing idols in your temple so do you see it's not it's about it's not about god coming or i'm receiving is are you also mixing this grace with something else so now let's go back to uh, chapter six in second corinthians and now look at verse 17 in verse 17 says therefore do you see don't there's a therefore here okay we just read what he's there for basically here says therefore come out from among them and be separated says the lord okay wait here who is them here usually we think oh it's about people and unbelievers and all this stuff but if you read in the context the verse before that this them that he's talking it's idols right it's darkness it's Belial, it's on un- it's lawlessness this them is all those things that we just read it therefore it says come out of that unbelieving that on un- that lawlessness come out of the idols so do you remember when jesus was on the way to go to the cross he entered the temple and he drove away the uh, table of the, uh, the the money changers, and he he basically cleansed the temple, right? So here it says, listen, you brought idols into into the temple of the living God. Okay, so now get away from them. All right come out of them and separate yourself as the lord says so do you see there is a fasting we need to do there is a coming out needs to happen it's not otherwise years and years you have this and you also have the other one and let me tell you one drop of poison in a glass of water is poisonous water so the grace mixed with a drop of something else is not grace anymore, okay? It's poisonous. So now here it says, therefore, don't receive the grace in vain. Don't mix the grace with something else. And let's continue reading. Do not touch what is unclean, and I will receive you. I will be a father to you, and you shall be my son and daughter, says the Lord God Almighty. So usually people use this, oh, you have to clean yourself from sin and all this stuff and come to Jesus. No. All this story is started because you come to Jesus. The story started because you came to Jesus. Because you received the grace, now it says... Don't receive this grace in vain. And that means don't mix it. Don't bring idols into a temple that the living God lives in there. You are the righteousness of God. Why are you still in sin? You are the light. Where is your light? Why are you not shining? You believe why are you still in unbelieving so that's why what i wanted to show in this teaching in this video is not honestly it's not about how am i supposed to receive the grace we all have received the grace and we are receiving the grace honestly when i look at the look at my life when i was a muslim and i see some stuff happen in my life i can tell you that was the grace of god God showed up in my life in times that no one else could ever show up. At the time, I had no idea it was Jesus. And years later that I became a Christian, that was my question. And I realized that the grace is given before the foundation of the world to man. There is a place that you must receive it. And I'm not saying, you know, we are not and we are automatically receiving it. You know, there's a different degrees of glory, different degrees of grace. There's a time you receive grace when you're not looking for it. But it says, look for it. You must receive the grace. Put your hope upon the grace that comes to you. But then the next step of this journey is that, okay, you receive the grace, but don't receive it in vain. Let, let the grace work in you perfectly and completely removes that beliefs in you removes the false identity in you so that you all of a sudden you don't say i am what i do but you realize i am what i am by the grace of god so that's why i think this is where so many of us struggle it's not that we don't you know <laughs> there's this verse that says um uh, always learning but never coming to the knowledge of truth and, and I remember um, there was a time that I was you know a few years ago that when I was going to the gym but I wasn't losing weight right but I, wasn't, I, wasn't, I wanted to, to lose weight so I started going to gym a few years ago but I wasn't seeing the results that I was looking for and then I realized that years and years could go by and you could do something you could go to the gym for example or do the right thing But never see the result of it. Why? Because you're mixing it with something else. You don't dedicate yourself 100% to it. And, for example, when I was going to the gym, I realized that, oh, my goodness, if I'm going to the gym, then I need to consider, for example, doing the other stuff To help me to accelerate to see the result. And then I have the revelation of, oh my goodness, this is what is really happening in a Christian life. It's not we go to gym, the gym of the spirit, let's say. We go to, uh, we have teachings, but we don't see the result of it because we are also mixing with something else. And that's why Paul writes to us and says, do not mix or do not basically receive the grace of God in vain. Uh, separate yourself completely from everything else dedicate yourself to the lord god let grace work inside of you let um, be, let the grace become that identity don't eat from all the junk's out there eat the word of god only and you will see the fruit of it in an accelerated time all right guys thank you so much for being with me today and um, hopefully you enjoyed it as much as i did and we will see you in the next teaching